to exhale after watching that Miss Universe competition. Holy cow. Let's talk about it real quick. Here is my initial recap to the Miss Universe competition. Let's get started. First, let me go ahead and say congratulations to the Philippines for securing yet another crown, another Mikamoto crown. And congratulations to um, Katriana Gray for winning Miss Universe 2018, representing the Philippines. They are doing amazing. And I think we can officially now declare the Philippines as a serious pageant contender and a powerhouse in pageantry they come correct and they serve and they've been miss universe twice since 2015 when pia won and they've been first run up in in the top five and top 10 and in top 20 consistently and they do not play they are like the modern day venezuela of pageants and they are sending some of the best girls and honestly it's really hard to compete like this competition was crazy i was on 10 the entire two hours of the show but congratulations to miss gray and the entire philippines community for bringing it this year she won in this gorgeous red gown similar of jessica rabbit and thankfully she didn't have um red hair <laughs> people who like jessica rabbit typically go for the red hair look but she looked so gorgeous and i love that gown the way that it cut in the middle and went through the center breast and over to the side and the high slit i was dying love it it looks so sultry so sexy so miss universe and i love a lot of these gowns typically in the past i have not liked a lot of gowns i'm just like what are they wearing like what's going on but i think all of the gowns in the top 10 were gorgeous honestly all of them were gorgeous a lot of the girls change a lot of the women i'm sorry a lot of the women switch up their um finals gown from their prelims gowns which i was excited to see and i think that should become more practice too I know it's probably not realistic because you just don't know and you don't you just don't know if you're gonna make it. But I did like it. It was a lot refreshing to see new gowns and new people come out. However, like Vietnam, I love the yellow on her. I would have wanted to see her in yellow again. But I still love her gown nonetheless. Um but anyway, my initial response to the competition was that this one was one of the best pageants I think I've seen just production value of it the judging of it you know i'm really not a fan of these top five picks from each region at all i feel like a lot of my women were knocked out just because they can't have six people from one category and even a lot of the wild cards were from the americas anyway so i just told you that the americas or south america central america and Asia is bringing a lot of women because 
the Europe's. I I didn't I didn't really know who they was gonna pick. Like Nepal was a surprise to me. Great Britain wasn't a surprise. If you listen to my prelims prediction, um, my top twenty prediction after prelims, I had her there. Period. So that one was kind of a weird category for me. But a lot of the wild cards were just other people who I felt should have already been there if we didn't have these um, countries to choose from. I think they all would have made it anyway. I was sad to see that they didn't choose USA, though, in the initial top five of the Americas. But she made it as a wild card. And I was like, really? Because I was kind of nervous because if she didn't make it in the Americas, I wouldn't have had her as a top five in my book um, for the wild cards. I think there was a lot of other wild cards. And a lot of them were there, like Australia. I'm glad she made it. Um, but I wouldn't have had her as a wild card suggestion if she wasn't going to be in the uh, considering one of the Americas. But that had to be the strongest and the hardest category the americas because it was honestly anyone's game this whole competition was honestly anyone's game and of course a lot of the top people who i predicted and who a lot of you guys predicted and who a lot of these pageant boards predicted made it australia brazil canada curacao great britain jamaica philippines puerto rico south africa vietnam venezuela those are all powerhouse contenders who people had winning anyone it was honestly anyone's game I would have accepted anybody as the winner after a while. I'm like, dang, I don't even know who was going to win. And if you follow me on Facebook, I kept announcing people as winners. I was like, Curacao just won, or Canada just won this, Philippines just won this, Puerto Rico just won this, South Africa just won. Because I honestly don't know who, who was going to take this. Like, um, Ultimately, Philippines did, and I can see it from the beginning because she was the most consistent person. But, I, you know, I'm not going to cheer for the person who is the clear winner. I'm always going to cheer for the underdog. That's why I was going for Curacao and Jamaica. Um, let me see who else I had on my list. That was a true underdog. Kyrgyzstan, I honestly was surprised she didn't make it. But a lot of people who made it, I was not surprised by. And Philippines, of course, I knew she, she might have had a like an 85% chance of winning in my book, really like 90. But a lot of people who are the favorites don't show up when it's competition time like a lot of people really cheer from them and then i don't know maybe they fall under pressure or something but um the philippines really she she came and she saw and she conquered and she took no apologies and that's how you're supposed to compete when you have the whole country watching you what she said 104 million people like you have no choice but to serve what else canada Honestly, I was obsessed with Canada the moment I saw her before she left. When I saw her swimsuit pictures and her modeling, I said, oh, why aren't we looking at Canada? Like, she's so flying under you guys' radar. And I'm so glad that she made it so far so I could be like, I told you so. So, I told you so. I knew Canada was honestly, if the judges recognized her, if she managed to stand out amongst all 90 of these women, Canada was going to make it far, and she did. And I'm so glad because I was just going to be like, are you guys serious? There's no one looking at Canada. There's no one looking at Canada. Look over here. And so I was really hurt when she got cut after evening gown. Her and Curacao were cut, and that, like, hurt my heart. Like, honestly, a lot of these cuts hurt. I'm like, dang, like, no, I want her to make it. No, I want her to make it. I honestly had probably 11 Miss Universes, and 
any women could have easily been the next Miss Universe and I would have had no problem with it. Typically, I'm like, eh, I'm not really sure. Or sometimes I'm like, why are they still picking this person? But I think the judges really came, they saw, and they delivered. Like, I love that the panel was all women and all women bosses. And I think that sometimes having that random judge, the athlete, or the the actress or the famous person kind of throws it off. And that's why we get these random countries, um, sometimes states. And you're just like, who, what do you guys see in this person? Like, come on, not to be rude, but there's just other people. I'm just like, man, I wish they didn't get cut. So I'm glad they did have an all-female panel. I feel like the judging was more consistent with a lot of the predictions that I've seen and my predictions. So it's like, okay. This is going as a pageant should. The people who are clearly ready for this are the ones who are advancing. And the judges see that and judges recognize that, which was like Philippines and Canada, Puerto Rico, Curacao. I was depressed. Curacao to me could have easily been the next Black Miss Universe and I would have been right here for it. I love all the women for the islands from the Caribbean who are coming out and making a statement. Um, because the last person who won was from Angola. So just to have Curacao be next would have been like such a dream. And she looked like Miss Universe when she walked out in her evening gown. That's why I was like, why did she get cut? She looks like Miss Universe. Her hair was perfect. Her gown, the silver was perfect. Her overall presentation was just everything her swimsuit walk was to die for and it was to die for in um prelims so it was amazing um today i was so sad that curacao did not make it but only one person has to win and that was philippines and i'm not anti-philippines winning it was just like an obvious pick and i wanted to kind of be surprised and i wasn't really surprised it's like ah yeah i figured but with that being said, I am glad to know that my pageant judging is consistent with Miss Universe's pageant judging. <laughs> and I'm glad to see that I'm getting better at choosing these contenders. So maybe I should be a judge next year at Miss Universe. And just knowing like what what works in pageantry, what doesn't work, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to know like that I can make a prediction and it kind of kind of comes true. So that's my initial response. I love the pageant. I love the opening statement. I love that we got to hear more of the girls talk, like when they first got announced with Steve. It was kind of awkward, but I think the the ones who were ready shined in that moment. And then the opening statement, I enjoyed it too, because we hear more from the girls. I felt like we heard them speak more than saw them in their swimsuit, which I think is what Miss America was trying to do and failed at. But I think Miss Universe did it perfectly. Just showing the girls more and showing the personalities more. Um, the on stage questions to me seem kind of American centered problems to ask. Um, like the Me Too movement, I might be ignorant, but I don't know how big of an impact that is having in an international community. I was gonna say international pageant community. I don't know how big the Me Too movement is overseas, so. I don't know how much the girls already know about that or if they're having their own movement. What else was that? It's about legalizing marijuana, freedom of the press. I feel like a lot of the questions were like 
problems that we're having here in America, that could have been a Miss Universe top five questions. Not necessarily Miss Uni- I mean Miss USA top five questions, not Miss Universe. You know, I kind of do want people to say, like, how can we fix the world? And someone give me a world peace answer that I like. But until then. <laughs> so that's my initial response to the pageant. I love it. It was seriously competitive. Seriously competitive. Like, really anybody. It was anybody's game. It was a toss-up between Canada, Puerto Rico, Curacao, um, Philippines, Venezuela. Mm, yeah. And Vietnam. Any one of those people could have brought it. Which is crazy because they people knew it from the beginning. People knew it and they saw it in them. So once again, congratulations to the Philippines. I will have a longer review of the pageant for you guys this week. So stay tuned. And thank you for joining another episode of Pageants and Prosecco. As I count down to my birthday. Um... I don't know if you guys were drinking any wine during the competition. I was, but I was on edge. I was just on Facebook just going crazy. But thank you guys for tuning in. And until next time, peace.